When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Well, JC, we're back together on the Hoop Ball Lakers pod. The Lakers sit at five and three, but it's been anything but pretty, anything but easy. And once again, to earn themselves a back-to-back victory over the Houston Rockets, the Lakers made it harder than it had to be. The good news, JC, is that the Lakers are finally looking a little bit more like a team, I guess at least offensively, because the defense is still MIA like Nick Saban. Yeah, and and in the end... Things made, things didn't start out great. Things definitely didn't look didn't look great at all. But when you put it in perspective, uh, Milwaukee's four and four. Phoenix is three and three. Like things definitely could have been worse. And I guess the Lakers, being the Lakers, their struggles sort of outweigh whatever drama might be going on with the rest of the NBA. And like I didn't even notice Milwaukee was four and four, and Phoenix was three and three. So. Yeah, it, not an ideal start, but things have definitely uh, looked better. I think it's been a weird start to the year for a lot of teams for a variety of reasons, whether it's still related to COVID protocols or whether it's just adjusting to the new basketball. I was reading today that CJ McCollum was saying how a lot of players are still adjusting to the new Wilson basketball over the Spalding ball, or just generally the fact that you know the season started at such a point where it's kind of like normal-ish, although it didn't, you know, several years ago, the season didn't used to start until about, just about now, right? It started right around Halloween. That was always the marker date. So the season's starting a little bit earlier. I think things feel a little bit more normal, but more things change, the more that uh, that's an added element of variability for everybody's programming. And speaking of change, JC, for the second straight time, second straight game against the Houston Rockets, the Lakers went for the same starting lineup, having Anthony Davis start at center. And, you know, one thing that has become apparent for this team and just watching them and seeing what Anthony Davis' skill set brings to this team, Anthony Davis is going to be more important to this team defensively than offensively this year. Now, tonight, he, LeBron, Russell Westbrook, they were all great, and Carmelo played a nice little supporting role. This was if the Lakers had to draw up how to win a game offensively in terms of sharing the load. This is pretty much how they would slice it. You've got the big three combining for 94 points and then Melo 15 off the bench. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. But defensively, JC, it's been atrocious. And Anthony Davis playing more minutes at center can only help that effort. Yeah, I mean, defensive player of the year has been one of his goals uh, since he got to the Lakers. And if he's going to do it, it doesn't seem like he's able to do that at the four. He can pretty much only do that at the five. And I think for the Lakers, beyond that, just what it does for their offense is almost as valuable as what it does for their defense. I mean, it really opens everything up around them on the floor. And when the Lakers are in a scenario, now Avery Bradley was terrible tonight in terms of his offensive production. Ken Bazemore was not a whole lot better. 
But when they have guys available and Wayne Ellington and Austin Reeves, believe it or not, or Malik Monk when he's going better, or even Taylor Horton Tucker uh, and Trevor Ariza, you know, these are guys that can help the Lakers. Now, I still think the Lakers are really, in terms of perfect roster construction, a 3 and D wing short and a stretch 4 or 5 short. But again, offense isn't the problem. It's it's defense. So Anthony Davis inside, you, you love to see it. DeAndre Jordan only played 16 minutes in this game, which is basically just the time that Anthony Davis was off the court. In fact, it was exactly the time Anthony Davis was off the court. It was a straight substitution. AD played 32 minutes tonight. So I'd have to look at the numbers to see if he really played 32 at center, but 32 and 16 equals 48. So the raw math adds up. And I love that for this team because that's what they need. And I thought LeBron's quote after the game was interesting. He basically said about Westbrook, you know, who had more of a Westbrookian game, shall we say, 27, 9, and 7 on 21 shots. You know, LeBron said that we need him to just be himself, basically. And we'll figure it out with him for him to stop trying to fit in. Because with Russell Westbrook's speed, JC, how does he shoot it ever? Why is he not driving to the rim every time? The ball is in his hands. Yeah, the couple of times where he had him and LeBron are, are beginning to figure out how to play together, whether it be they run a pick and roll with LeBron as the ball handler or LeBron just kind of standing at the top of the key waiting for Westbrook to, to curl around a pin screen. Uh, they're figuring it out. And so, yeah, Russell Westbrook had some some nice baskets at the, you know, because because LeBron was assisting. Um yeah, still still a horrendous three-point shooter. He was 0 for 4 tonight in that area. And if, if he pared that down just a little bit, like, yeah, and just concentrate on, on a more efficient game, yeah, this, this team would be definitely right where they need to be. The Lakers made six threes in this game, JC. As an entire team, they made six threes. The Rockets made 16. That's a, that's a 48-point difference. Sorry. That's a 30-point difference. Got a little too excited about that. 30-point <laughs> difference for me on the three-point line. And the Lakers still won this game. So it's yeah, just I mean, if it had been even close. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. 
Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean a much different, much different effort from uh, Halloween night on Sunday. Uh, yeah, lock, Rockets couldn't miss from three. Uh, thankfully, Carmelo Anthony was still three for five, so he was the only positive. Uh, well, LeBron was two for four. Um, so yeah, that there are some positives to be seen from the three point line. They need to be a little more. Um, so yeah, combined. I've talked about this already. Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook combined over seven from three. So that needs to. They need to cut that out. It's really nice to see LeBron hitting some threes as well, JC, because it's been a major area of struggle. And to be honest with you, watching LeBron in that fourth quarter sort of take over the game at a certain point, it felt pretty good because we haven't seen that from him all season. And I'd like to still know that if he's needed to be the best player on the court, that he still has that capability. And tonight was really the first game all year in which I truly believe that that is still possible. Yeah, I mean, we're only three three seasons or three years removed from from peak LeBron, which in my opinion was the 2018 playoff run before he joined the Lakers. And so, yeah, we, we're we not that far removed from it. And he does, if he is kind of pacing himself for a playoff run like that, yeah, to, for him to have moments like, like tonight where he took over at 36 minutes, which is good. Um, yeah, that's definitely n- nice to see. As this Lakers team moves forward, JC, they're they're about to embark on a road trip in the in the coming days, in the coming part of their schedule here. That's going to be a tough test for them. Because for better for better or worse, they've had a pretty cushy ride at home so far. They've got one more game against the Thunder in which they better win, to say the least, after how that happened. And they go on the road against the Trailblazers, just one quick game. Then they've got five, excuse me, they, I'm, so I'm thinking way ahead of myself. Then they got a bunch of games at home still. So they only got one on the road, JC, until, <clears throat> excuse me, until November 15th. They're basically home, one game at Portland. So the middle of this month. But then they go on that East Coast road trip, and they're on the road until basically Thanksgiving week, the end of Thanksgiving week. This Lakers team needs to build up a nice little stretch right here in which they start winning games because it's going to get harder. And as the team gets healthier, it should help them in terms of their depth. But it's going to put a lot lot of onus on their stars right now. And they really need this big three and Carmelo. If you want to call it a big four, go for it. They really need them to carry this ship right now. Yeah, as rotations are starting to to get uh, a little more – Tighter is not the word because it's still early in the season, but I think they've I think they've long since figured out that Rondo and Westbrook together just doesn't work. Uh, Rondo's gotten two uh, DNP coach decisions in a row, uh, and I think once Taylor comes back, they can have a more strict second unit rotation 
Um, but one thing that is clear as far as what what second what bench players are going to be playing with the starters, LeBron and Carmelo Anthony's chemistry is off the charts right away. And they're playing really well together. LeBron seems to always know where Carmelo Anthony is. Uh, a couple of times I've seen LeBron come out of a spin, and he, he knows exactly where Melo is, and he hits him for a three. Um, it makes me it makes me a little mad because, like, this should be Melo's third season as a Laker. Um, but that's neither here nor there. But, yeah, Melo does need to play a lot of minutes with LeBron, even though he's coming off the bench. Melo should be closing games for this team. I mean, yeah. that's that's the reality of it, right? I mean, he's really – he has been the Lakers' most valuable offseason addition. Really, out, even out to date, even outside of Russell Westbrook, because Melo has been the reason the Lakers have won more games this season than Westbrook has. I know it's very early, but that is the level of impact he has had. And you're yeah. right. There's part of me that is just angry and just – ferocious about the idea that Melo hasn't worn the purple and gold to date because had he worn it at a point earlier in his career this fan base his skill set I mean it would have been comparable to what we saw at Madison Square Garden during his Knicks tenure it really would have been that said he's here now he can help this team now and the type of player he's become at this point in his career I mean first of all the Lakers signed him for an absolute steal and secondly, the type of player he's become at this point in his career, he's really got the ability to embrace that role. And that's something that I admire about his growth as a professional athlete, because that was not an easy road for him. But at this point, he knows exactly what his role is, and he is just loving it. And this L.A. fan base is just loving him right back. I mean, this is this is a guy who could, should, and probably will contend for sixth man of the year this year. Yeah, I mean, early favorites seem to either be him or Tyler Hero, who uh, Tyler Hero could end up being uh, either most oh. improved or, yeah. Hero's been on fire, no pun intended, for the Heat to begin this year. And it's and it's been just, it's and again, it fits the theme of not, you know, just an odd year, not necessarily because it's weird, just because there are certain things that are happening that you didn't, you might not have expected. I mean, I, I got I got kind of caught up in doing some things yesterday, so I was a little bit disconnected. So today I read this this quote from Marcus Smart, all about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and how they don't elevate the uh, the teammates around them and they just they try to force it. And I just was like, wow, what a what a weird place to be for the Celtics, a team that doesn't traditionally air out its laundry in public. Although Marcus Smart does his best to. Uh, to do his best, shall we say. So it's yeah. just been a, it's been a fascinating time in the NBA, and it's going to be a lot of parity in this league, man. There's a lot of teams that are just kind of comparable to one another for a variety of reasons. Yeah, and you mentioned the ball earlier. I didn't even realize the ball. I, I, I know they changed it. Yeah, I mean, right? For the material like they did a few years ago. And so because I hadn't heard anything, I thought I thought the ball was fine. Right. I mean, who knows? Unless you know, you don't know, right? I mean, yeah. look, we're we're sitting here, we're talking about all the things that are wrong with the Lakers, but as of the time that this podcast is being recorded, all right, the best the best teams in the NBA are six and one. The Lakers are five and three. It's, you know, it's not like a, it's not like a DefCon situation here, all right? They're figuring it out, and there's going to be some growing pains, 
especially when they get tested, especially when it's on the road and things get really choppy in the waters or they have, you know, heaven forbid, an injury that is more significant than what they've had to deal with so far, despite the fact that they've had to deal with plenty. I mean, there's no there's no small potatoes about Ariza and THC in particular being out. I mean, this this Lakers team is so void of depth on the wing that at one point during the game, I'm tweeting about Austin Reeves' defensive ability and what level of importance is going to be for this team. And I'm just thinking like, man, what a sentence that is for a team that has LeBron, Westbrook, AD, and Melo that we're talking about Austin Reeves and how important his defense is. I mean, it's just kind of nuts. But that's how this Lakers team was built. We sat here and talked about in the offseason. We said they're going to sacrifice defense and say we're just going to be able to outscore you. And so far, that's what they've had to do in order to win games. So we don't expect the defense to be great, but we expect the effort to be there. And I think that was one of the more frustrating things to take away from this win. I mean, the Lakers didn't care for three quarters. They didn't show up. They kind of just, you know, half-assed it, for lack of a better term. And in the fourth quarter, they said, oh, shit, I guess we got to play now. Turned it on, and they were able to just barely squeak it out. But that's against the Rockets, JC. They can't rely on that blueprint in order to successfully sustain any level of success as the season moves forward. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, it was brought up on the broadcast that that Westbrook does seem to be a little bit more comfortable. And so that's definitely helping. Uh, And, and then, yeah, when they get rebounds, they're, they're running. Uh, they had a lot of fast breaks tonight. They're getting back on defense is an issue. There was a couple times tonight where they would have an impressive dunk on, on the offensive end and then immediately would just lead to a dunk or layup for the Rockets. So they need to work on that part of it. But, yeah, Westbrook's energy has been kind of infectious, and the way they want to run as soon as he gets his hands on the ball has been has been helping. That's sort of what we expected. We expected this team to be one that is going to want to run, and they definitely have been a lot, and that's that's helped. Where has the defense been? I think that's just the biggest question that is hovering over this team. But for Westbrook, in terms of his acclimation process, you know, we're we're playing softball last night. We got our asses handed to us, man. But one of the guys on our team, he only has one speed. And he's got a lot of talent. But then he's always in between his ears and he's always telling himself stories and all it takes is one play for him to totally re-engage. And at one point, another one of my teammates said, yeah, he's our Westbrook. And I just couldn't believe how apt the comparison was. I mean, <laughs> there's so much talent in Westbrook's body, but he just only knows one speed of basketball. And, and again, for better or worse, this was the, the type of basketball he had to play earlier in his career because of the, the circumstance and the teams. So as he learns to play with LeBron, as you alluded to, as he learns to play with AD, as these guys all learn to play with one another in terms of exactly how it's going to go, it's going to even out. And as it evens out offensively, I think they'll get more comfortable defensively. I don't think they'll be a great defensive team. I think the aspirations of the Lakers being this, you know, typical Frank Vogel defensive team that we've seen from Vogel since he's been in L.A., I think it's 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 – fool's exercise 
That's not who this team is. That's not what they're built to be. They're built to be an offensive juggernaut that plays defense good enough, but they're so good on offense that it doesn't matter. The reality that they're running into is a familiar one in which it doesn't matter how much firepower you have. If you can't hit shots from the outside, it's going to be hard to win games. I don't care who you're playing. And from yeah. the rocket side, and from the rocket side, JC. I mean, I was at that game Sunday. It was a slop fest on both ends. Both teams were, were terrible offensively. These autoplay videos just kill me on the box score. I swear to God, same thing as last time. But tonight it was a different story for the Rockets, man. I mean, Jay Sean Tate had 20 points for crying out loud. All right, he was he was it was unbelievable, and he wasn't even the story. The story was Christian Wood. The story was 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 Jalen Green. The you know and, and the only reason the Lakers barely survived is is because the, the Rockets don't know how to not turn the ball over. Except that was an exceptionally weird end to this fourth quarter with that whole taking points away from the Lakers as we were talking about just before we started recording. Yeah, I'd never never seen that before. Never, never have I seen that in my life retroactively after more time has come off the clock. Like what level of officiating is that kosher in? Because I'd be upset if my kids literally ref did that. Yeah, it's just it's unheard of. It was definitely unnecessary. I mean, fortunately, it didn't impact the outcome of the game. But, you know, I'm sitting here listening to A.D. talk post game and he's right. He said not only did they take the points off the board, the Lakers didn't get the ball either. So if it shouldn't have been a shooting foul, the Lakers should have had possession. So now you're taking the points off the board and you're not giving us possession. You're stripping that whole thing entirely away from us. How do we do this? Videos are killing me, man. (laughs) It just adds the fire to my take. And I know that's why all of our loyal Hoopball Lakers listeners are here is to hear me go full Stephen A. But God, geez, guys, ESPN, make your money. I know. Maybe hire me one day. Just kidding. That's that ship has sailed. Hoopball Laker Nation for life. JC, this Lakers team is giving us a lot of reasons to be frustrated, but ultimately, Five and three, I think anyone would have signed up for that right now. Yeah, it, yeah, like we said earlier, it didn't start out great. Uh, when you take a further step back and put everything into perspective, you know, I, I haven't watched Milwaukee. I have no, no idea why they're struggling, but why they're, why they're four and four, but they're four and four. Phoenix has a 500 record as well. Same record as the Timberwolves. Uh, the only... The only things that I knew for sure coming into the season that have like come to light, uh, I knew Chicago would be good, and they're six and one. Uh, I figured Miami would be good, and they're one of the six and one teams. I didn't think they'd be quite that good. They they're they have the biggest point differential in the league. At, they're almost doubling up the rest of the league at plus sixteen point seven. Uh, so yeah, to for the Lakers to be five and three. Halloween night was a really great defensive effort from them. Um, it's kind of weird to play the same team twice in a row, um, two different day, two different days apart. And so, you know, maybe that could partly explain why the Lakers were a little lackadaisical tonight on defense. Jalen Green was playing like he had something to prove because he didn't have a very good night Halloween night, uh, and he came out the bench or he came out the gate just on fire today. And so, yeah, there's definitely a lot of things to improve on. We'll we'll never know the full picture until, you know, THT and Ariza come back. Ellington hasn't played even though he's been available. So, yeah, there's still a lot to to, remains to be seen with this team. 
what's going on with Ellington? Like, we keep hearing he's available, but he's unlikely to play. Do, I think, do, you, think, do you think we see him soon? I mean, I think we see him soon. I think it's one of those things where he's he's been dressing, and so I think he's been available if they need him for emergency. Uh, one of the broadcasts, it wasn't this game, uh, they said the issue is he hasn't practiced. And I guess with the, the Lakers' schedule and with COVID testing and everything, the Lakers just haven't been able to have a practice. And so, you know, I guess in Frank Vogel's eyes, he can't play until he practices, but they also haven't practiced. Imagine, imagine a scenario where a professional basketball team has such a schedule and such a constraint around them with COVID protocols and whatever else that they literally don't have time to practice. I mean, this is this is their paid profession. This is what they do. And the challenge it presents to a team that's basically all new to one another. By the way, I don't know if you've been having eyes on what's been going on over in the in the district, but the Wizards got a little something cooking over there. And Montrez Harrell and Kyle Kuzma have been a significant part of it. Now, again, you'd rather have Russell Westbrook 100 times out of 100. But I love seeing guys have success, and it just continues this lineage of former Lakers draft picks or former Lakers playing well in new homes. You love to see it, man. Yeah, I mean, I I was Team Trez all along. I don't know why Vogel didn't really seem to – the only thing I could think of is in the West – you can't really put Montrez Harrell in there against like Jokic or Gobert, but out in the East, I guess he's a better fit. Uh, yeah, with Kyle Kuzma again, he just struggled to find a place in that lineup, and maybe he's just a better fit in that in that Washington system. And, and it's good to see him succeed. Kyle Kuzma averaging sixteen and ten basically in terms of what he's bringing to the table, sixteen and eleven actually which is incredible. I mean, he's he's doing the things that Lakers fans would have loved to see him do. But again, like you said, JC, so much of that comes with comfort and being, you know, knowing what to expect in your role. I mean, I, it's human nature. We're all more comfortable operating in our roles, whatever they are, when we, when we know we don't have to have someone sort of looking over our shoulder, constantly redefining what we do. We're more energized to be creative in the space. I mean, it has such an unbelievable impact on performance. So, Again, kudos to those guys. And I think as the Lakers come together and try to figure it out in terms of what it's going to be for them, I think they'll be successful in that exercise. But it's certainly not going to come without growing pains. And again, I think I said it a couple episodes ago. I'll just reiterate it again here. There's nothing about the way that this Lakers team is constructed as as compared to any other club in the league in which you sit here and say, man, the Lakers are overwhelming title contenders. I mean, that's that's the reality, right? They, they are a contender, but they are not the contender or the leader of the pack. And this is what makes this particular NBA season so wonderfully interesting. Yeah, I mean, the number of teams that, that can win it, usually it pairs down as the season gets further. So, you know, going in, I think people thought it was just going to be Lakers or Nets or bust. And it's wide more, more wide open than that. Golden State's 5-1, and one, and they haven't had Klay Thompson come back yet. And so that is going to be just one of the best stories of of this sports pandemic infused era. Right. Like the Braves won the World Series tonight, JC. As a Mets fan, I got a lot of bitterness when I say that. But I admire their franchise because they lost Ronald Acuna Jr. 
and they went out and they rebuilt it. Marcelo Ozuna, Ozuna decided to be a piece of shit human, so they lost him too. And they and they rebuilt their depth, and they just didn't give up. The perseverance was there, and it's just remarkable what they were able to accomplish. And, and I and I feel like that's going to be one of the better stories of this of this period of time. And so I just I, I wonder how as the Lakers move forward, you know, <clears throat> the biggest question that they're going to have to sort of answer here is related to the defense. It's not about the offense. The other thing they're going to have to figure out is what roles they exactly have on any given night, because I don't think there's a permanence to this team, right? There's going to be certain matchups they need to exploit. So as long as they're all capable of having that sort of flexibility in their production, talking about the big three in particular, which I I think they are, then offensively it's not going to be the issue. But defensively, those guys have to lead by example. Yeah, for sure. And and I think Anthony Davis is uh I mean tonight was kind of a weird exception because he he seemed like he had a good defensive game, but then Christian Wood kind of cooked him. Uh but to look at his his night, nine rebounds and three blocks and two steals, uh, you know, the stats are there, but it wasn't necessarily there tonight, you know, fully the defensive effort. You 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 would you would hope that after the slop fest that we saw on Sunday, that this game would have been more of like a sort of a beatdown, right? Lakers go up by 15, 20 early and sort of never look back. I think that's that's what you would have wanted here, but you didn't get that, and instead it's sort of it feels it feels like a defeat in some way. But we're not going to spend too much time harping on a game that the Lakers won, JC, and let's let's. Let's think about the positives with this team. We, we like what we're seeing in terms of some of the ways in which they're starting to come together. We know what the obvious areas of improvement are. And as the season unfolds, the Lakers are going to have plenty of opportunities to step up to the plate. And if they're willing to do so, they will be the team that we all expected them to be, I think, when the dust settles. Any final thoughts about this particular game or the Lakers coming up here? Um, nothing that I could think of. We seem to hit on a lot tonight. We did. We kind of went all over the map and, you know, we appreciate our listeners who always follow along with our thoughts. And we appreciate that you guys, you know, keep coming back for us because we keep coming back for you, too. It's lovely to choose one another on Twitter. You follow him on on the machine at JC Delion one. You follow me on the machine at Ethan underscore Noroff. And you follow both of us as well as our show at Hoopball Lakers. Until next time, we got to keep the victories flowing, the defense, the effort high. We got to all take deep breaths to get through the day. We'll see you soon. We out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.